Hi there. Welcome to Divine Truth Sharing Podcast. This audio was originally recorded as a video, which you can watch on YouTube at Divine Truth Sharing. God bless. Somebody once said to me, it's the nature of the material world to leave you wanting. And uh, I think there's a lot of truth in that. And what I've experienced through the messages is, I'm not in my head, I'm in my soul. And at the soul level, I'm not about the material. I'm about the things that can never be taken from us. The things that are enduring, lasting, and real. I love this experience. I love going through my life now and having the the ups and downs be whatever they are and not tug me in any particular direction. One of the most important truths to share is, and you've heard it before, God loves you. Okay, God loves us. Do we really feel that? How can we feel that? You know, it really depends on your perspective. Just this past week, tens of thousands of people have been displaced and had their lives completely uprooted by Hurricane Michael that devastated the Gulf Coast of Florida. And my family has dear friends that live there. And their entire, actually they were in Mexico Beach, which if you've been watching the news, it's wiped off the map. So that's real life on planet Earth. Also, just in this very past week, a dear friend of mine and a friend of our families sadly took his life by suicide. It's devastating. It's devastating. We all have these experiences. At the same time, we have the experience of a, a, a precious pet whom we adore, you know, bounding up to us or snuggling with us, or a child who looks up to us trustingly. And we have beautiful celebrations like birthdays and weddings and the hopes and joys that come with the promise of new life and with each season there is extraordinary beauty. In fact with each day there's extraordinary beauty. We look at the sunrise if we're awake, <laughs> you know, if we look at the sunset if we're not at work at our desks, we see flowers, we hear birds, there's so much around us and it's positive and it's negative and it's neutral, it's all these things. What do we make of any of it? And there are people who look around at the suffering in the world and the injustices and the inequality into which we are born. And they say there cannot be a God because no loving being would subject tender-hearted emotional creatures like humans are to such suffering. So they don't believe in God at all, and that's understandable. There are other people who fear God, 
and human beings throughout the course of history have feared nature or God or really the unknown. Uh, that's also understandable. And some scientific uh, and other uh, atheistic people say that, okay, even if there was a God, there's no way that that being would care about me because they look at the vastness of the universe, which is beyond our comprehension. It's way beyond our comprehension. And, and the more scientists look, the more they see they can never see the smallest thing and they can never see the biggest thing. Look at grains of sand. Grains of sand on one beach are beyond our ability to count or even imagine. Now think of all the beaches in all the world, just the ones that we can see. Now think of all the sand that lies beneath the ocean and the depths we can't even reach. And you're so far past any number that we can actually count to. And we can look at that and we can say, well, with, with so much in existence in the material world and so many human beings, 7 billion on the planet just now, and that doesn't count the who knows how many years, disputable, but how many years we've all been walking on the planet as humans, how many human souls have crossed over. A God surely cannot pay attention to nor know on a personal basis all of those human souls. And that's just planet Earth. How can God know me personally? There's just way too much going on. Well, the answer is because God is the magnificent creator of all that I just mentioned. The creator of all that I just mentioned is capable of not only knowing you, but loving you from the hairs on your head to your tiny toes, just like you would love your adored child or your adored pet. The difference is God created you cell by cell and knows you so intimately, knows you more than you know yourself. So when we say God loves you, let me tell you, I hope to be able to communicate with you over time the richness and the depth of what that means and what it feels like when you can really tap into it, tune into the harmony that is God, and experience it for yourself. So when I say God loves you, I'm headed there. And I hope you'll come with me. A really important aspect of what it means to truly know, believe, and experience that God loves you is to come to a true and full and complete realization that God wants you to be happy. God really, really, really wants you to be happy. And God 
knows how to make that happen. Our Creator created children because He wanted an intimate family. I mean, we can just imagine being God, it might be great, but might it be lonely? And I know this could sound crazy to some, and I understand that. But just imagine if you're conscious and you're an artist and a mathematician and a scientist and a musician and some might say a magician. These are just some of the aspects of God. So imagine that you are capable of creating all that is, seen and unseen, gargantuan and microscopic, and no one with whom to share it, who could have an inkling of any of this or the meaning of it. Well, God wanted a family, so he created children and a magnificent plan for how to do that. If we look around at this beautiful creation, we can see that it's mathematical and hear that it's musical and know that it is artistry extraordinaire. And of course, science, right? Here on planet Earth, it's like a playground. That's how it was designed to be with beautiful natural resources and humans who are capable of a vast range of emotions and all kinds of abilities. And we can see that. And God put into place laws to guide and govern creation with the hopes that by experiencing these laws hands-on, we would learn. So we are doing that. And one of the greatest gifts that God has given us is the gift of free will. While there's a lot of talk about oneness right now in the spiritual and uh, faith cultures, and there's real truth in oneness. Um, that's a different perspective. There's lots of different perspectives on any given thing, right? Uh, but we want to look at the individual soul level when we talk about free will and realize that God has created so many different human beings because God loves diversity, loves diversity. Every single human soul who has ever existed is unique. Now, I would venture to say that there's not one single thing about me that's unique, and probably not one single thing about you that's unique. What makes us unique are the combinations of aspects of our experiences, our beliefs, our thoughts, our feelings, and so on. That's what makes us unique. So there's nothing new under the sun, maybe. But each individual creature is so precious, especially humans.
And so here on planet Earth, we have everything we need to live an abundant, beautiful life. And this is true for every single human soul, no matter where you're born and with what capabilities and limitations you come in. You have the potential to have an abundant, beautiful life. And that is what God wants for each of his children, all of us. So what keeps us from being happy? Why are we not happy? Well, there's a lot of suffering, as I've mentioned many times previously. I've mentioned it many times previously because it was really the crux of my existence before finding these messages was suffering on some level. You know, yes, I had happy times, of course, in between, just like everyone else. Uh, but suffering kept rolling around and smacking me in the face, <laughs> right? Why? Why is there so much suffering? Well, it comes down to free will and choice. And God gave us free will and choice because God wants us to be who we are and does not want to force anything. God is a God of love and he doesn't want robots or puppets. And if he were to uh, compel us in any way to choose what he wants us to choose, we wouldn't really be ourselves. At the same time, what he's done is he's put together all these kind of magnificent laws that work together like clockwork to kind of give you hints and tips into which direction to move. And basically, when we're moving in harmony with God's laws and God's love, and God's will, generally speaking, we are experiencing positive emotions and feelings. We're generally content, at peace, happy, hopeful, faithful, trusting, and so on. And when we are choosing, and, and a choice can be thought, word, or deed, because they're all important. What we think, what we say, and what we do, all equally important. When any thought, word, or deed is out of harmony with God's love, we are going to experience some level of discomfort, disharmony, and even suffering. Many people have been using their free will to make all kinds of choices since the beginning of time. And when each of us comes in, when each of us are born in, we're born into this structure that is pre-existing, built from prior generations with um, choices that were made in harmony and choices that were made out of harmony. And we can see evidence of this everywhere we look. And if you start paying attention, you can pretty much figure out inch by inch, step by step, oh, over here where it's pleasant and beautiful and peaceful, many harmonious choices have come together and are in play. 
And over here, where it's discordant and frightening and uncomfortable, chances are many choices have been made out of harmony with God's laws and God's love. So while we have everything we need here to be happy and live the abundant life that God wants for us, it's really hard to do that because all of us are in the soup. We're all in this giant soup that contains, you know, wonderful things and horrible things. And we're just kind of floating around, swimming around, bumping into stuff, right? So how do we find the happiness that God wants us to find? How do we come to a place in our lives where we know truly at the soul level that God loves us personally and actually knows our likes and dislikes, knows what our favorite scents are, knows what our favorite flavors are, knows what our favorite little comforts are, knows our favorite music, all of that. How do we come into an experience of a personal relationship with our Creator who loves us like the most loving parent loves the, the most precious child. How do we come to that? There's really only one way. Isn't that nice? There's only one way. We can't get it wrong. That one way is prayer. Prayer is the mechanism designed by God for us to seek God personally. And when we reach out to God, one to one, soul to soul, child to loving parent, in prayer, our prayer will be heard. And when we seek with the earnestness of our soul and the deepest longings of our truest self, our prayers will be answered. Now, they may not be answered precisely in the way that we hope or anticipate or expect, because it's a bit of a learning curve, as you might imagine, for us to bridge the gap between who are we, who are we and what are we doing here, and oh, by the way, I'm connecting with the creator of all that is. There's a big gap there. And it's not a gap that's filled overnight. It's a gap that's filled breath by breath, moment by moment, prayer by prayer. Just remember, God seeks a personal relationship with you, and that's going to be a very unique relationship that nobody else is going to have. No other human on earth is going to have your relationship with God. It's going to be very personal, and you're going to love it. And I can promise you that if you make the commitment in prayer, that will be yours, that experience. 
Know that God's nature is loving and merciful. And if you're not experiencing that, you will, as long as you come to God in prayer. God loves you. You can connect to God through prayer. In the next video, we're going to cover in depth how to pray. So with that, I'll see you next time. And remember, you are deeply, truly loved. God bless.